The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Tina Cortez and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKilla. Good morning, everyone. Now, Dr. Claudia, we're less than a couple weeks away from Hanukkah and Christmas, and it is without a doubt a busy and stressful time for many. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. Is. So how do we manage the holiday stress? You know what? I, I My advice to everybody is just get through it, right? Just kind of go into it knowing that it's going to be hectic, knowing that it's going to be, you know, less sleep, busy nights, um, you know, crazy schedules. And then just understand that, you know, in a couple of weeks, you'll have a few days off to recoup and just go into it with that, you know, positive uh, attitude. And how do you maintain the positive attitude, whether it's in the office? office or at home? You know, I, um, it's, it's, I'm seeing everybody struggle with this. Um, you know, just even dealing with all the snow we've had recently, I find that people are just kind of, um, everybody's feeling kind of like ramped up and and the energy is very stressful. Yes. Uh, so what I do is I just kind of avoid certain situations. So particularly at the office, if, if fellow staff members or employees or even clients come in and they're feeling frazzled, I just don't engage. I just take a deep breath and I let everybody around me do what they need to do. Um, and that's my advice to give everybody else. Just take a deep breath and just understand that it's just a transient moment in time and we will get through it. And what about maintaining that positive mental health throughout this break? You know, a lot of us are away from the office. We're around more family than maybe mm-hmm. usual. How do you manage all that and keep that positive attitude and that mental health um, balance? So my biggest advice and the most valuable advice I can give you is just get enough sleep. Really force yourself to get proper, deep, solid sleep. That seems simple enough. It's it. It does. It sounds simple. It's not that easy, but you do have to maintain the sleep because if you're not sleeping enough, you're elevating your cortisol levels. And then once your cortisol levels are high, the stress just, you just can't control the stress. So if you have proper sleep, nice deep sleep, you've had enough hours of sleep, then you can cope with the, the, um, the, the balance of, you know, the season and the mental wellness as well. Now, what about those folks who maybe are having trouble sleeping at this time of year, that they are, their brain is on overdrive and they're thinking, 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 and they really can't find that relax mode. How do you get there? Are there sleep aids, perhaps something natural that they could do? My favorites are, you know, magnesium. Mm -hmm. I always take a little extra magnesium when I know I'm going to have like a stressful week and I'm going to be, you know, worried about something. But the other important thing that we all forget to do is just meditate. You can download a 10 minute meditation. There's so many amazing ones online. You download them, you do a 10 minute meditation. It doesn't necessarily have to be before you go to bed, but it's around that time where you're really trying to wind down. It really does help to lower the stress feeling or the stress response in your body. And what does that meditation atmosphere look like for someone who hasn't done it before? Meditation can happen in any place, any time. It doesn't have to be a 20 minute long thing. I, I I often meditate in my car. I put on meditation music and I drive and I don't think of anything other than the road, obviously, but I really shut off my external thoughts. And it could be to one particular meditation. Uh, one, one, one that I use is like two minutes and I've listened to it for two minutes and it, I automatically will feel my blood pressure go down. I will feel the stress 
stress leave my body and it really does work for some people they can meditate at their desk uh, for others it's a whole process where they need to be in an environment laying down or sitting up in a, in a meditation position whatever works for you I suggest trying out several until you find yours wow you made me feel so relaxed already <laughs> one of the housewives of Toronto shares her story of being shamed on social media this is the wellness prescription on 1059 the region stay with us have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region and welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKilla. Thanks, Tina. You know our first guest is one of the Housewives of Toronto and the founder of Luxurious Roxy. Roxy Earl joins us today. Thank you so much for being here, Roxy. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to have you on the show. Anyone who knows me knows I love the Housewives franchise. So big fan. <laughs> I'm a little starstruck myself. <laughs> um, we actually are so excited to have you on today because we want to talk about how this mission of yours on body positivity and this mission of looking to inspire girls and women to love who they are as they are. Yeah, that's my mission. Uh, excellent. So how did it start for you? I mean, it was really organic. Like, it just happened naturally when I was having conversations with all these journalists and I was doing all these press interviews when I was on The Real Housewives. People kept saying to me, how does it feel to be the first plus-size housewife? And I was really taken aback because I didn't think of myself as one thing or the other. Like, I'm a curvaceous, um, you know, when I did the show, I'm like a size 14. And like, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that revolutionary. And so a woman said to me, so how does it feel? You're the first plus-size housewife. Tell us what that's like. And I said, stop calling me plus-size. I'm my size, and my size rocks. <laughs> and literally, a hashtag was born. My hashtag, my size rocks, like R-O-X, is my name. It just, I literally put it on Instagram, hashtagged it, that a clip like that went viral, and I think women around the world really related to the fact that they were sick of being put into a box and like some category where saying it's like us versus you. Like my body is my thing and it's I own the narrative about it and I want women to feel that no matter what size they are, they don't have to apologize for it. They have the right to feel beautiful. They have the right to feel fashionable and love clothes. And you know, I just started talking about all of these things publicly and in interviews and on Instagram, and it just grew and grew and grew. And now women all around the world use my hashtag to post pictures to feel confident. But also what it spiraled into and grown into is I, have, I work with brands to make them inclusive. I explain and educate them on My Size Rocks and why you know, being, having sizes for all women is an important thing for your brand. And I've done six collections with Le Chateau. I did a swimmer line with Nixwear. I just did a pantyhose line with Sheertex. Wow. And all of those are inclusive. And, you know, I have an amazing collaboration coming out next year. And it's just growing and growing and growing the impact that My Size Rocks is having on the fashion industry. So it's very cool. And and you so you recently had 
uh, an experience that for many could be painful and is painful, but you turned it around. So tell us about the post to your Instagram and how you handled that. Which one? I mean, I have I have these situations every single day. That's that's what I'm doing. Like I walk into stores, things don't fit me, and I'm like, why? Why doesn't this fit me? Why am I having to say sorry when I walk out of the change room? So then I talk to those brands and I try and educate them and change them. And because I have this platform and this voice and I'm in the you know spotlight, I'm able to maybe get uh, in touch with or have a voice or open a door with the management and the decision makers at some of these huge brands. And so that's what I'm doing. That's right. And because so you were recently, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you, it's, this is, was the impetus, but I noticed that you had uh, a recent dialogue about um, one of the big brands exactly not carrying sizes for everybody. And um, you managed to make an impact. Now, you have a huge following on Instagram. So obviously... Yeah, my Instagram, Luxurious Roxy, is where so many people follow me because they believe in my mission and they just want to have like a dose of positivity and realness every day. So that's why women follow me at Luxurious Roxy and they know that I will call out a brand if they are doing things that I don't think is right, but I'm also the first to applaud a brand for listening to my story and trying to make changes. So where did this come from for you and where did it start? Were you always this confident, even as a young girl? Because I think that's where the challenge comes in, is that sometimes young girls, uh, young teens don't have that confidence that maybe you get later in life. Where did it come from for you? I mean, it's certainly been a journey, um, loving yourself, but I've always sort of felt really good. I mean... I have three older brothers, and we're all really close in age, and I had wonderful um, uh, parents, and I have a great mom at home when I was young telling me great things about myself. And so, but I feel like I just learned to find my voice young because I, was, I, I had brothers, and so I, if I didn't <laughs> speak up, I had no way of, like, even being heard in my family. Right. But I also think that, like, over time, when women do things that make them feel good, I, you know, I have continually invested in myself and bettering myself, and then that makes me feel good, and then confidence is derived from that. But I would have to say that over the last few years, being in the public eye and having the feedback of women from all over the world every single day, I've certainly found my voice, and I'm more empowered than I've ever been because I know that somehow me loving myself is able to make another woman love herself. And so you have to be the real deal. And when you know that the responsibility is there, you really own your words. And so I take a lot of time and I do a lot of things to take care of myself, to make myself feel good, to make myself feel beautiful. I have like amazing affirmations. I, you know, I love fitness and I do all of these things because then they make me feel great. And then I'm able to spread that, you know, to other women. So this movement is not just about my size rocks. This movement is about just teaching people to live their true self and be their true self all the time and um, to, to not focus on the negativity that's around them because you keep focusing on all the positivity that's around you. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, I, I just, I've, it started about my size because it started about clothes and my size and my this this world that was telling me who I should be and telling me how I should look 
and telling me that I shouldn't feel good because of my size. That's where it started. Right. And it, um, it's just evolved into a movement to make women feel good. And I believe positivity is a part of like how women feel that. So every single day, if I can think positively, I just, my life just becomes happier. And I've just seen, I'm a product of my own like teaching to myself. Like I have really learned to control my brain. Obviously, like everyone, I have my days where I feel, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh. but for the most part, I've like trained my brain to just flip the switch. Like I'm really grateful. I see gratitude in the world. Like I just have trained my brain to think really positively about the world and about my life. And it's had a really good impact on how I feel about myself. Right. So I want to teach other women that. And I want to show other women how to do that because so many women wake up every single morning and they hate themselves. And that's a scary thought that we as women do so much, right? We do so much. We are such amazing human beings. And to wake up and not respect and love yourself for who you are is actually a scary thought. And being so sad. And the women who, it's not just women, I'm talking about young girls. I have so many mothers reaching out to me and they're like, my 10 year old, like, you know, my 10 year old, my 12 year old daughter. And it's just like, oh gosh, this is breaking my heart. Mm -hmm. If she's already at that age, not feeling good about herself, talking about dieting, diet culture, she's talking about how she's not beautiful. um, You know, that's, that's stuff that really worries me. That's the stuff I need to change. Like, so I have, I feel like a lot of work ahead of me. I know that I'm making an amazing difference as it is. But I feel like I have a lot of a big task ahead of me. We're undoing years and years and years and years and years of fashion ads and beauty ads telling us how we should look and feel. Right. But things are changing. And you're right. You do have a large mission ahead of you. Um, but I think you're really, really making an impact. And I think it's important because the positivity, the body awareness of just being proud of who you are is so important. And there are always going to be the quote unquote haters out there. Um, but we just have to kind of ignore that. So what is your message to those haters? I don't even have anything but awesome. love for the haters. Right. Okay, good for you. I have compassion for them. I People message me the craziest things, and they can be so cruel. And I, I think to myself, oh, my goodness, what is happening in that person's life that they feel the need to go on the Internet and say such terrible things to somebody else? Right. Like, that's where my brain is at. I, I do have compassion for, like, hurt people hurt. (laughs) So I I have compassion, but at the same time, why I speak up to the haters and why I stand up for myself a lot is because I can take it. I can wake up in the morning and have you criticize my body and my cellulite and my my fitness and tell me terrible things about myself. I have a really strong core. I can take that. But my fear is that it becomes normalized. And now then, what if you're going on and also saying that to like a 16-year-old girl whose Instagram is public and she can't take it and she isn't as strong as me and she goes home and she decides that that's when she decides that she's going to start an eating disorder. Like that's the stuff that, that's why the haters I address. It's not that they so much bother me. It's that I don't want people learning habits that are wildly destructive to women and not every woman is as strong as me. Most women 
I don't think could take the hate that I receive. Well, Roxy, we think that you're absolutely amazing. And as, oh, as, a, as a fellow woman, as a mother, as a friend, as all of the above, we thank, I thank you personally for really pushing this movement and trying to make a difference in the lives of women across the globe. Um, Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And if our listeners want to be in touch with you or want to see all the amazing stuff you're doing, how can they do that? The best way is to follow me on Instagram at Luxurious Roxy is where I really kind of speak and announce everything that I'm doing. And people can slide into my DMs. I answer messages from fans every single day and followers. Like This is a community of women that I'm building. I've met so many business partners and wonderful people through Instagram. So, um, yeah, hit me up on Instagram. (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks, Roxy. Thank you so much. When we come back, how to connect with your true potential. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Our next guest is an intuitive coach and here to explain is Susan Driscoll. Thanks for being here, Susan. Um, Can you explain a little bit about your work and what you do and maybe tell us about your journey, please? Hi, sure, Dr. Claudia. Thanks for having me, Tina and Dr. Claudia. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, my, My journey started pretty much about 25 years ago. I've always been interested in everything from healing, personal development, personal growth, and I've gone through a number of modalities throughout the years. And about three and a half years ago, I came across a method that really blew me away. Um, I was at a place in my life where I knew I had to make changes, and if I, all those things that you say, oh yeah, I'm going to do that when the kids are grown or when I finish this. I, I had this realization that if I didn't start doing those things now, that they weren't going to get done. And so this methodology includes um, using intuition as a tool. And I was so excited about it that I started coaching with the gentleman that I learned it from and then started taking the coaching training because I was eager to share it with, with as many people as I could. Um, in this method, we use intuition as a tool to help us see um, everything from our true potential and really tune into what that is to getting some insight into the resistance that we have when we're faced with moving forward in our life and seeing what that's about so that we can move past it. It also is really helpful in setting up next steps. Um, So we weave it throughout the coaching so that, um, because basically in our day-to-day life, our regular mode of awareness that we're operating in is really limiting. And it's really um, weaved in with definitions that we place on everything from ourselves and others to the rest of the world. It is based on limiting beliefs that um, pretty much form the programs that we run on in the first years of our life. And so the intuition gives us the ability to move past that 
get more information and really touch on what's going on. So that, that sounds so fascinating. And, you know, you're no different than most people that's around us, our friends, our family. We all get to the point in our lives where we feel we need to make a change. And I love this idea of using intuition. But for the listeners, can you please describe, like, what is intuition and how do we tap into our intuition in this whole uh, intuitive coaching process? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the best ways to get an idea of what intuition is, because it seems so elusive, is to start with what it isn't. So um, there's a bit of a demonstration that I use in my workshops where if you can either imagine you've got your phone in front of you or grab it, and then just hold it out in front of you and open up the camera. And so now you've got an image on your phone screen that you're looking at. And that represents in this demonstration our everyday mode of awareness. We all have a personal lens that we see the world through as well as ourselves and the people around us, but it's a very limiting view. There's not as much information. So if you're looking at your phone and you see the image, let's just say that's our personal awareness um, and our personal lens that we live through on a day-to-day basis, most times not even aware of. But from where we're standing and where our eyes are, we can see there's much more information in the scene. We can see in our peripheral vision, there's all that stuff over to the right and also all the way over to the left. And there's information above us, below us. There's even there's another 180 degrees behind us that we don't even see, but we know is there. Then we add in smells and textures and maybe the air is misty. So let's say, for example, that in your frame you've got water and a sun down by the horizon. That could be um, you're on a boat out in open water surrounded by nothing but water, or that could be you down at harbor front in Toronto looking east at sunrise, and behind you is the city cores, gardeners, the skyscrapers. So our personal lens, as represented here by the picture in your phone, is only a sliver of really all the information in any situation, in any circumstance. Um, And so our intuition allows us to get past those definitions that create that reduced vision of information, our definitions, our limiting beliefs, they really close it in and keep out a lot of the rest of the information in our world. So what we see from behind the camera is more of a representation of what the intuition is all about. So if you think about any of your heroes in whichever field, whether it's or business, innovation, any of the inventions over the past 500 years, Um, you know, the typical, the one we always go to, Einstein. These are people who are able or were able to connect to that wider source of information, whether it's an instinct that an athlete has in making a play on the football field or your favorite musical artist who's put some chords together in a new way. They're tapped into um, 
you know, a source of information that in our, when we're doing it in our normal mode of awareness, we don't really have access to. Um, so in our day-to-day -day life, you might say, well, I don't need to be an innovator or an athlete. But in our day-to-day -day life, we are really unaware of a lot of the um, limiting and also, I might add, false information that we bring into the way we look at things, the way we look at others, the way we look at ourselves, um, potential, and possibility. And so once we can get past that and tune into our intuition, then we can see a clearer view of what possibilities are available to us, what our true potential is, because really we don't have any idea of our true potential from within our limited view of our world and ourselves. And also it can give us the insight into the resistance as well. Now, Sue, full disclosure here, you and I have known each other for more than two decades. You've always been very spiritual, very intuitive. You know, you've been willing to make really drastic changes in your life and having the courage to make those changes. For coaching or intuitive coaching to have an impact, do you believe that one must possess those types of characteristics to be able to move forward? No, actually, I have run workshops in, uh, well, there's two things we're talking about here. One is, um, let's say, does, can everyone access their intuition? Definitely, yes. It's not something we're taught. It's not something that we know about. But there are some simple ways of accessing it. And like any other muscle or skill that we have with practice, it um, gets easier and easier. So that's one. And then the other thing we're talking about is moving forward in your life. So first of all, the intuition. I have had in workshops people who are very science-minded, analytical minds, possibly not that what they would call spiritual, who have seen themselves how they can access this and how... Um, it is something that's available to us, and it's not a woo-woo thing, um, and that it is something that they can use should they choose to. So intuition is so important. I think we should all be tapping into our intuition because it can help you in all areas. And I think that in the in, intuitive coaching, that's probably um, what most people are looking for these days is how to tap into their own thought process and how to tap into everything that's around them except for what they're seeing in the moment. Um, I'm fascinated. I'm so looking forward to hearing more about this intuitive coaching. And we appreciate so much all of your input. And if our listeners want to follow you or get in touch with you directly, how can they do that? They can contact me through my website, Dr. Claudia, which is susan-driscoll.com. I'm also on Instagram at underscore awesome you underscore. And also on Facebook, susan.driscoll.com. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you both. I really enjoyed it. 
And just before we say goodbye, Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you directly. You can reach me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or at my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca. And that's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening.